0: Welcome back to another Studio CSL podcast, and welcome back to another TOEFL IBT speaking. That's right, we're doing the part four question today. See, forest fires is the focus. Now remember, part four, you have audio only. You have just you know, probably about 20 seconds to take notes, and then you're going to speak for a minute. What I want to do here is, of course, speak this audio out loud so then you have the opportunity to say ooh ah oh ah, okay this makes sense okay yeah all right do you understand and on top of that we could break it down little by little in terms of what you should mention throughout your 1 minute talk right so first and foremost let's just break it down let me just speak it out loud for you guys and then we could go from there so Many environmentalists believe that forest fires are part of the forest's natural life cycle. Fires can help maintain a broader diversity of habitats for wildlife. They also believe that deliberately setting fires in wild areas can restore ecosystems and prevent wildfires from raging out of control. I know that sounds false, but in fact it's true. Without a regularly occurring fire, the forest grows extremely dense and becomes a massive source of fuel so future fires will be much more destructive therefore small fires prevent major fires from occurring in addition the ashes caused by the fire are rich in minerals so it makes the soil more nutrient rich thusly more productive and finally with the canopy more open the sunlight can get through to the forest floor, which helps stimulate plant growth. Another interesting fact about how trees can benefit from a forest fire is regarding some species of pine trees. Some pine trees require a fire to release its pollen and therefore fertilize to make pine cones. The most famous one of these is the jack pine around the Great Lakes. So with that being said, people, If we actually look at this and we break it down in micro, first and foremost, this is very, very interesting because given the fact what's happening out there in uh, the Amazon, you're kind of thinking to yourself, like, wait, what? So they're burning this down, but okay, what's happening with this? And I don't know what to believe. And what about California? There's a number of things that are happening. Of course, Indonesia, they're burning up just about everything on one of the southern islands. So, you kind of say to yourself, wait, that's impossible. But if we actually break it down, well, this is what environmentalists are saying. However, on the other hand, okay, other environmentalists are saying that, oh, yeah, if you, uh, that's uh, 20% of the world's oxygen supply. And then you're kind of saying, oh, my God, well, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Well, guess what? With this right here gives you the opportunity to look at it from both sides of the spectrum. No, I'm not saying just kill a bunch of animals because what had happened out there in Australia was absolutely incredibly sad with the koalas that were just dying out there in the midst of all those fires. The one that was crying when the lady was pouring water on it to prevent it from burning even more. She probably made it even hurt worse. But nonetheless, it's it's tragic, especially what's happening in the Amazon. And that's all direct human activity also. So that all needs to be considered. Right. But at the same token, what we need to do is break down again exactly what we're focusing on here. Okay. Now that's the outside talk. That's the outside chatter. Now we need to get into the inside chatter because it's our goal to talk about what this is, not to put our opinion into it. So, again, those first couple of sentences, let me break it down. Many environmentalists believe that forest fires are part of the forest natural life cycle. Okay. So, the lecture is about forest. Well, the, the the lecture is about forest fires and how they are part of the natural life cycles. Okay, he goes so far as to say that fires can help maintain broader diversity of habitats, and they also believe it restores ecosystems. He gives a couple of examples for this. Number one, without a regularly occurring fire, the forests grow dense becomes a massive source of fuel, and future fires will be more destructive. As a result, small fires prevent major fires from occurring. In addition to that, he stated that ashes caused by the fire is actually rich in in minerals. And then the soil becomes more nutrient rich. And to top that off, The canopy is more open to sunlight that directly goes through to the forest floor that helps stimulate that plant growth. And a small fact that I'm going to add in there is, of course, how trees can benefit from forest fires because some species of pine trees release its pollen and therefore fertilize to make pine cones. Now, do you have to add in that last sentence that says, or that states, the most famous one of these is the jack pine around the Great Lakes? No, that's just an extra example. What we need is all the specifics. And what are the specifics? The occurring fire, the forests grow dense, becomes a massive source of fuel, becomes destructive like what's happening out there in America. Okay. So having small fires, what this does is, hey, the ashes they become, they're, they're rich in, in, in minerals, so it makes the soil more nutrient-rich. Canopy open, hits the forest floor, helps stimulate plant growth. Could also benefit pine trees. Why? Guess what? Some pine trees require a fire to release its pollen. Fertilize pine cones. See, those seven things that I just mentioned is what you want to talk about. Now, Your goal, of course, is to include, okay, am I going to use this? Therefore, consequently, in addition, for example, on the other hand, use those types of linking devices to link everything together. And I'm just giving you a nice breakdown of what you will possibly hear on the testing. You have to be able to take notes too. Now, of course, I will get into note-taking in future episodes so we could take notes together and whatnot. But nonetheless, guys, this is how you break it down. I gave you the listening through my voice. I gave you the opening remarks, which is the first couple of sentences. And then I go into the specifics of why forest fires can be beneficial. Okay. Without a regularly occurring fire, it grows dense, massive source of fuel, fire becomes too overwhelming. Therefore small fires are good. In addition to that, ashes caused by fire rich in minerals makes the soil more nutrient rich, more productive. Finally, canopy open, forest floor stimulate plant growth. Trees also benefit from fire. This is in addition to that interesting fact. Species of pine trees, they need it to burn so it can release the pollen therefore fertilize to make pine cones. Those are the facts that you need to include. So guys, with that being said, like I told you in the last one that we did in the speaking part three in terms of sunk cause, yes, you can submit your one minute text to me and I'll be more than happy to grade it and grade you on your pronunciation, your linking devices, you know exactly how you build up your argument, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm looking forward to that. And guys, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, TOEFL IBT question part four. Stay tuned for more because I have just so much more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.